Welcome to the home stretch, ESPN Kansas City. Sterling Holmes live in studio on this beautiful hump day. But it's not just a beautiful hump day. What it's, kind of hump day is it? It's a beautiful hump day with Briscoe. It's a Briscoe hump day. I don't, I don't know how much I like that now. Chris Jones said after the game, it's got to keep humping Joe Cullen, and uh, there's audio in there somewhere. I cut one. I was already cut, Dylan. We it's saw the, the run. I don't know if that's so. We saw the combine. I don't know if that's. Yeah. No. I. Uh, you know. Uh, Travis Kelsey said on uh, New Heights today that uh, if Justin Tucker wanted to be a bleep, that uh, he he would take up that challenge. And, and I think I would take Travis Kelsey in a bleep uh, competition against just about anybody, except for maybe Chris Jones. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I uh, was talking to Nick Lowry today. By the way, you're gonna there's a segue in there for you somewhere. What are we talking to Nick Lowry about? Justin Tucker. Uh huh. And about sure that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So I was talking to Nick Larry about the whole Justin Tucker situation. He goes, yeah. in all of his years of playing, he's never seen anyone do it. He's never seen it. You know, in all the games he's played do, in. Do what specifically? Go and not only warm up on the other side of the field, but warm up on the goal line. He goes, yeah. you could injure the quarterback. Like, that's yeah. just that's just silly. That's dumb. You, you don't do that. And he was talking. He goes, uh, the Chiefs basically said only three times did that happen to them. And all three times it was the Ravens, and all three times it was Justin Tucker. So it's a little mind game that Tucker tries to do. And uh, like, if that, if it is as Justin Tucker has claimed, if it is just what he does all the time, somebody tweeted this. I don't remember who, but it was a great take. That makes Justin Tucker more of a bleep, not less of one, because yeah. he just does that to teams all year round, every game, every week. He's just like, I'm going to be in your way a little bit while I warm up. Like clearly, Justin Tucker is is. He he has it right in his own head because he is a very good, maybe the best kicker of all time. Yes, who like clearly is mentally where he needs to be to execute that. But is that just how you want to live your life, man? That seems crazy to that, me. That's what Ladder is. But you know, he, he's a great kicker, great kicker, maybe the, the greatest, maybe the, the greatest kicker. But that's just a he just basically a, he's you don't do that. That that's that's you just don't do it, especially in that situation. That he goes, you're on the goal line. Like you're not so kicking, weird. you're not kicking field goals from there. And he goes, a lot of times if you do go over onto the other side, you're you're talking to guys, you're friends with the guys, but you for sure don't warm up right there with the other players. Like if you want to go over there and, and dap up Kelsey and Mahomes, first off, he goes, you don't do it on the field, you do it on the sideline. Like right. you, you don't do it with all the cameras. Well, they're like, getting reps so in. That's crazy. It, it was the whole thing. Basically, he was of uh, of the ilk of you don't do. It that's seems just. Unnecessary. Um, so, uh, there really only one person I've seen on Twitter or social media that, I mean, again, I'm not searching this out a ton, sure. but uh, Lawrence Tynes was the only one that basically said that Mahomes and Kelsey were in the wrong, which is a little funny because Lawrence Tynes also played here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually pretty sure I golfed with Lawrence Tynes once when I was a kid, which was kind of fun, um, which is a really random huh. tidbit. I, I literally just thought of it, and so that's why I thought that it was That just came back. You're like, oh, did I? was that Lawrence? Times or is yeah. that Lawrence Taylor? I can never. I can never get the, the Rochelle T. Was it? Well, Daniel Tomlinson. What's up, LT? Yeah. So um, I thought that was a little interesting because he's also, but maybe he didn't love his time here in Kansas City. But maybe I don't know. But uh, McAfee said something about that being like a drill that kickers do sometimes, like kicking from the goal line. I guess I don't know. I saw that on Twitter also. 
do it whenever, wherever you want. Don't do it under the feet of the quarterback and superstar tight end who are going to like yeah. just chuck your bleep. Again, I will take the advice of the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame kicker instead of even, don't get me wrong, Pat McAfee was a solid punter, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. he, he does stuff, but mm-hmm. let's be real now. I will take the kicker's advice. Over I don't think McAfee punter. was ever defending it either. He's like, he's the only one who I, who I saw like attributed to him that kickers do sometimes kick from the goal line, which seems really silly unless he's just, you're doing dude perfect trick shot stuff before the <laughs> AFC Championship game. Yeah. How you doing, Briscoe? I was going to ask you the same thing. Yeah. I'm doing great, man. I, I am doing very well. I'm, I, I've am i been busy. Yeah. I've been swamped. But it's a good feeling. It, again, see the, see, the, see the suit right here? The suit you're wearing right now makes me know that you had a good day today. Yeah, you like the, the, the James Bond 007 cufflinks to let them know that I, I'm, I'm here to... I saw there were cufflinks. I didn't see what they were. Does it say like 007 on them or yeah, something? Go ahead and with a little 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 gun. Wow, it's legit. Yeah. Like James Bond, you get those out of a vending machine? Uh, no, I got them off of Alibaba. Remember AliExpress yeah, back dude. when you're in college? Absolutely. And uh, when I first bought these shirts, because I thought, you know, what looks cool, because I got these like senior year of college, or maybe it was like when I first moved to Philly, and I was like, I love French cuffs. Yeah. I actually still still do love French cuffs, but I also realized you got to have cufflinks to wear French cuffs. So sure. I had to order some, and I was like, well, what could I get? And then like, you look up the prices on like actual websites, you're like, yeah. oh, bleep, dude, yeah. I'm not spending $90 at a minimum for cufflinks. No, that seems like a lot. And so why do that when I could go to this kind of website that I also can buy basketball jerseys and uh, get a Mike Bibby jersey, this, Vancouver Grizzlies, this, and uh, cufflinks at the same time? This throwback, now no longer throwback, Arizona, then Phoenix, now Arizona Coyotes jersey, I think I got from AliExpress, now that you mentioned that. Uh, so we were both wearing things that we bought for like $8 uh, on a sketchy website, but my, my jersey continues to hold up. Are you going uh, French cuffs for the wedding? Have you decided oh, that yet? I, forget, I, got, a, I got a while. Uh, I've not decided. I would assume I would. I feel like you you want to lean in. I my my advice here, not because I have marriage. This isn't marriage advice. This mm. is wedding advice. I don't have oh, marriage. Let the advice. missus win, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, happy wife, happy wife, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> but my my wedding advice, strictly speaking, for your fit. I, I waited too long, and so it became a little bit of a rush for me. And I'm still very happy with where I landed. My everything was was a little. I had I had three paths for myself, and this is we're just talking about this now. That works for you. Oh yeah. So I had three paths for myself, kind of um, genre wise. Mm. For what I was, I had like clean, safe, traditional. Yeah. Probably black suit, white shirt. Am I wearing a tie? Probably maybe a black something. Maybe it's just a black tie, whatever. But I, I had something in that sure. realm. I had really uh, excessive. Um, I'm going to say a word that's going to sound funny, but I, if you know what it is, it won't be funny. Do you know what a nudie suit is? I believe is how it's spelled. <laughs> Sterling is laughing. I think it's N-U-D-I-E, I think. Even Don't Google better. it that way. That was my fourth option. Yeah. It was birthday nude. suit. Okay, yeah. But I think that's what it's called when it's like a um, – It's no, like an embroidered – clues. It's clothes. Any clues? Any clues. All right, welcome to Blue's Clues. I got Steve <laughs> here. It's embroidered with like – you can do, it, it, think um, – you see Nope, the Jordan Peele movie, or some of those old Western kind of looks. Oh, sure. Or big embroidery stuff, and there were some that mm. had like an alien on the back or whatever. Like some real weird stuff that appeals to me very much. Yeah, you, you are a big Southwestern culture guy. I love it. You, I love you're, it. You're big in the Pueblo culture. Like I, you, I, the, 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 On the sweater today, 
on the shirt tomorrow. Like, I have to. Like I've have been to, to Southwest uh, Colorado, and that's yeah. like we. That's like all it is. is yeah. If you, what are those little blue? Uh, not turquoise. Amber, turquoise. It's also my yeah. birthstone, which I which wow. I found out retroactively. Like I was like I like turquoise. Like oh, that's De- that's December. So yeah, that's my. My grandparents moved to, to the Phoenix area. Surprise, actually, which is shocking. Um, and so I've always liked that aesthetic. It was sort of shocking because they moved to Surprise. Yeah. Ah. Uh. But what I ended up going with was what I kind of went on both of those extremes for a while. Do I go real clean? Do you, wait, quickly, do you think Scottsdale is just like two dudes, like a guy named Scott and a guy named Dale? And they're like, yeah, they fell in love. Let, let, let's make a town. Oh, okay. Yeah, they fell I in love. I was just like, like they're boys and they couldn't determine like what to name it. Like, no, like it's a love story. Scottsville or like Dale Town. And they're like, you know what? I got some. Like, All right. Dale Scott. Da- oh. And then Scott was like, Dale, listen, I, I love you with all my heart. And we're going to die arm in arm at the same moment in about 30 years. But I think Scottsdale sounds better. And Dale was like, you know what, Scott? That's a good point. Scottsdale it is. Yeah. So I think that's what happened. Mm. So option number three for me was kind of the sweet spot that I found later on, which was something very much unique to me that I kind of weirded up a little bit. No tie, pattern shirt, sure. the purple velvet, all of that. I, I've seen all the pictures now. We're, we're more than six months out, all Strong. of that. I'm looking back. I'm thinking, I'm glad that's what I did. So that that's the – got to find that sweet spot, I think. Yeah, and I, I, I'm a big crushed velvet guy. I'm, yeah. I'm determined between like a, like a dark green – I, that would the only that was that would have been my second my alternate universe I would have done green yeah, velvet yeah, I think yeah. dark like, green a dark green maybe a burnt orange um, oh. yeah I'm I'm trying to get freaky with Ooh. it but the issue is you might get a little dumb and dumber action if I get the top hat and the cane and then this and is... then you're 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 uh, Owen Wilson not Owen Wilson um Jim Carrey but who's the other guy uh, uh, Jeff Daniels Jeff Daniels boy I'm glad I got there doing the show with Jason has really finally paid off <laughs> Jason and Mick have brought me I, uh, Ben was one day. Um, I wore my, I think I was wearing my, my blue and orange-ish uh, Southwestern kind of button-up oh, sure, sweater yeah, yeah. thingy. Yeah. And he just like pulled that up on his computer. I was like, yeah, that's, they wore that outfit. Like I, Dumb and Dumber apparently was a big fashion inspiration for me that I didn't realize. Um, but it's like cool and cooler. Um, so yeah, find, find that sweet spot. Crushed velvet, like a, like a, when's the, what month is the wedding in? October. That's what I thought. You might be touching the Halloween line a little bit there. Yeah, that's tough. But it's, but you're, listen, you're not going to look like a pumpkin up there. It's going to be spooky season. Steer clear of, uh, David S. Pumpkins and find that Matthew McConaughey. That's what I would advise. Horns down. Man, I just still can't get over the head coach complaining about it. I wonder when they win, does he tell them to win the right way? Guys, yes, absolutely. Right absolutely. Don't celebrate. we got to win the right way. It's the way. softest thing of all time. Dude, I mean, seriously, like, Charmin Luxuring Ultrasoft other is like, oh, well, man, that's too soft. I said luxuring. That's not what I meant. I meant lecturing, but I said luxuring for some I was thinking about Velvet still. Oh, yeah. Crushed. Lecturing another team about doing the opposite of your team's hand gesture, like craziness the the coldest thing you can do against miami is to go up with the u and then flip the u down like that like what about when you play florida in the in the, in the gator chop like that's great like what, dude it's great texas if he complains like that they will not thrive in the sec oh you think brother, you, that's a great point bama and and auburn they they burnt trees they like poison trees such a good point like you think that guys come on now y'all can't be doing the horns down they're gonna be okay the hell we won't we're gonna tailgate while we have horns down all around your entire longhorn festivities I, was it creed did creed and wanya morris do it at the ku game last night I, they, somebody tweeted like they were just there 
and and representing OU just with a little horns down action. Yeah, it's universal. It's like what you Embrace, do. And you know what? We here in Chiefs Kingdom can now we can now le- uh, lecture. We can now lecture uh, opposing fan bases on this as well. Hey, you're the villain. Be thankful for it. What does Texas want exactly? Go ahead and appreciate the fact that you have a, an iconic hand gesture that by turning it 180 degrees is so offensive to you that you want to fight people. Let people do that. And then, I mean, you do have to win eventually, I guess. And if that's the hard part for you, then maybe find a coach who's, uh, who's down to handle the hand gestures while winning games. How about that? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that uh, lecturing while you lose is more important. I don't yeah. know, though. Yeah, well, you got to lecture the right way. I think the fan bases care more about that. I'd rather be a good loser. Loser than a bad winner," said every fired head coach ever. Yeah, ever, not even no fire. No one says only said by eventually fired head coaches. Yeah, let let Zay Flowers taunt. How about that? I'm here for equal opportunity. Let him taunt. Hold on to the football, man. I was not cool with uh, pushing him back down. That was a little excessive to me. Yeah, it was. It was a little excessive, and throwing the football was. It was all a little excessive. He got flagged. It was. It was a worthy flag. I'm saying in general, like like legalized taunting. I, I'm cool. Hashtag with, legalize it. I'm I'm cool with taunting. I want a federally not, not, legalized not, taunting. Not what Zay Flowers did, because that was beyond the the realm of taunting to me. I think you should be able to moon a defender if you make a sweet play. Okay, Randy Moss. I think you should be able to take your pants down. Don't like that. If I, you make am, a sick enough play, you should be able drop trowel to helicopter it. Dylan, can, can you? He he agrees. He thinks this is a good take. I can't see Dylan from here. I don't even know if he's in the room. I just oh, there's Dylan. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. These are not. I didn't hear any cuss words, so we're good. <laughs> What's the problem here? If I offended your sensibilities, we're on ESPN Kansas City only today. I'm about to drop an f bomb. <laughs> <laughs> is an f bomb you want Frank Clark back? Is that is that the f bomb? Is that the you want Frank Clark for the Super Bowl? Dude, I you know me well enough to know when I say this, it's true. The only thing I wanted to do to answer that question was to just say f no, <laughs> and just. And to fulfill both prophecies, you could have said Frank no to to make to make Dylan jump. It would have been way funny if I would have just said it, but I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I think if you would have yelled Frank, you no, know Frank yourself. I think it'd have been close enough when him back there on his phone, he would have been like, whoa, oh, oh. Uh no, it's dude. It's uh, here's the other half for it. It's Felix season, baby. Felix and Yudiki Uzama, he's gonna get a, he's gonna get like eight snaps, but one of them's gonna be on third and fifteen. He's gonna get a sack, and K State fans are gonna spend the entire offseason talking about how it's no big deal that Charles Minahu is gonna start the season on the pup list. We got King Felix. That's what's gonna happen. Felix Hernandez is not gonna play for the Chiefs. King Felix. Yeah, you can't use that. Don't tell K State fans. If they call him King Felix, that's just disrespectful to one of the best pitchers in our generation. They took their running back and they started saying the deuce is loose. That that was based <laughs> off of the nickname and a phrase for a guy who killed two people. <laughs> well, allegedly. He was allegedly that. Well, you know, it was not alleged. He was killing on the field. Absolutely he was. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think the phrase the deuce is loose also really makes me think about, like, Pepto-Bismol side effects. Or like, things that you, if you watch, you know what I mean. If yeah, I, I, if you, oh, you got a loose deuce. You big GSN guy. Like I love I Game don't. Show Network. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love watching like you of know Family you Feud. I love game shows. I can't say I'm like frequently going to the Game Show Network, but maybe I should start. Yeah, so I'm a big GSN guy. Yeah, and we always laugh me and my fiance about the um, commercials. 
Because oh, they're majority man. medicine, and the majority of them also use songs, but then adjust them to make them medicine-related, and they're just so incredible. Rip uh, me off a piece of one, please. Uh, I'm desperate. The butter one, the old butter one was, turn the tub around. Talking about nutrition. Uh, that was for, like, uh, some fake butter company. Uh, what's another one? Oh, 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 Ozampic. Oh, no. That's a good one. Um, there are a couple more good ones. There's, oh. Just, I, I'm drawing a blank around, but there's two off the top of my dome right there. So I could really see one with the deuces loose with the Pepto-Bismol. So what I'm saying is I, I think you actually are onto something that that would be used, and we should get money for um, whatever GSN uh, I'm in. conglomerate is listening to us ramble on about uh, I'm, yeah, writing I'm, information. I'm good. 80% <laughs> me, 15% Dylan, 5% to you, and we'll call it a day. 5% more than I had. Yep, that's totally fair. And at 5% of $0, so congratulations. Mm. Do you want to talk about the game, or are you just kind of We vibing? totally can. I'm just kind of vibing. Like, I know... Here's the thing, Sterling. Everybody dies, and... We're doing not radio. Everybody lives. Not everybody lives. That's certainly true. You know, you may be living that dream. Are you living your dream? That's the question. Um, Dreamville. I I've been listening to a lot of J Cole recently. Um, I've been on a little. Have you you ever go down like a a, the, a rabbit hole of uh, just like great freestyles on YouTube? Like when rappers go to some of the big radio shows. Oh, the cipher. And they'll do not yeah. real. I mean freestyles yeah. really, yeah. but. Um, I have I've had a couple J Cole ones showing up in my oh, yeah. uh, in my algorithm recently. Dude's unreal. Yeah, saw him live one time. It was great. So did I. I yeah. saw most of him live, and Renee was sick. He so. opened up for <clears throat> wow. Whoa. Uh oh. <coughs> Jay Z. Uh oh. Take a big Hova. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when did you see J Cole and Jay Z? Uh, when they were headlining for the Migos. Wow. I don't think you call them the Migos, but. When did you see? But, oh, this is like five years ago, at least. At wait, there, you said headlining for. I'm just gonna go ahead and fix it. Headlining for Migos. It was like Migos, J Cole, Jay Z. Where was this? Uh, it was in Philly. Okay, I, was like, I don't remember that. It was on the Rocky Steps. It was pretty cool. Um, there's a huge music festival. Um, who else was there? There's there a lot of uh, other good people. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Meek Mill was in jail, and for some reason they just like let him out to do a concert. Remember when he was like, yeah, he was like perpetually in jail. Huh? Work release? Yeah, yeah, it was like work release. Like he just showed up. Like as everyone's walking out, like J- like Jay Z finishes, like and so like everyone's walking home, and uh, he just gets up like at a side stage and just starts like crushing it. Everyone's like, "Do we have an ankle monitor?" That's- yeah, like, like, are you like in jail? I guess like that's you're not really awesome. a flight risk because like everyone knows who you are. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's a good concert. I'm trying to remember who was opening for J Cole, but J Cole was great, day. and uh, you know the song Neighbors. And he's like, I th- the neighbors think I'm selling dope. And, of course, me, he's like, I am. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I don't even smoke. I don't even like weed. I, I don't even like the smell of it. I don't. What's the. Uh, oh, look at me. I'm in a suit. I'm a narc right here. You like, definitely. Like, it's legal in Missouri. I'm like, in Missouri. In Missouri. In legal in Missouri. I'm just like, guys, that's the devil's lettuce. Yeah. yeah. I honestly, the way you're dressed right now, I would feel comfortable walking past you with weed, but I would not make eye contact. Like I don't think you would like stop me because I feel like you're looking like a young professional who who looks at it as like yeah at that poison isn't really for me and then gets home and and cracks open a nice bottle of whiskey like that's yeah. kind of the vibe that you're giving off oh yeah yeah that, that oh oh really you're gonna put that into your body as like right. twelve bush lights deep yeah and, I, and I'm uh, eating it just... not in this suit you're not though yeah. this like again you you and Mick Schaefer and I don't want to oh, no, cause no, any th- problems th- this is twelve like Stellas like this is uh, yeah and like yeah, and a, six you lose, tank seven. You lose Lose a button, each one down. But I'm, again, oh, yeah. I'm saying 
you and, and Dylan, I mean, you've now seen you've you've seen and heard a lot of Mick. You've seen and heard a lot of Sterling. And I, I think we've talked about this at some at some point. But you can either help validate or 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 refute it if you'd like. I don't again. I don't want to like cause any problems at home. So I'm not saying that your like father should have a paternity test done or anything. But I am saying that you and Mick have the exact same duality of energy to me mm. but you go suit for real estate he goes suit for television yeah and then there is i i produced i ran the board for mick schaefer's sports saturdays and sports sundays that he did down here for like a year maybe sure and more, i'm not kidding more often than not he did the show in a swimsuit oh not shirtless but like in trunks oh. and like a tank i've done many a show in a swim trunk in the summertime because i'm going directly to the pool afterwards that's what he was doing right yeah, that, that, yeah. that was that or was or i was just actually gotten back from the pool like there, there's a combo of depending on what time you were on i'm sure mick has done both yeah but that's the thing that's so shocking to me is that he has like mick has two has two aesthetics he has in a suit that probably costs a lot of money that comes out of, you know, whatever his TV budget is. And then there's the Golden Girls tank over some swim trunks in the winter, a beanie, and what I can imagine, and Mill Valley joggers. Sure. Like, and, and you have you have a similar, you've, you've got a mid-range. you got, got a mid-range mid game. Yeah. I don't want to. I got a little Rip Hamilton in me. If I yeah, yeah, I don't I don't mean to insinuate you don't have a mid-range game. Yeah. But those two gears you have in that dichotomy is really interesting to me dylan what dylan's, dylan's ripping a fat yawn right now we'll get to dylan in just a second dylan your th dylan your thoughts this is why i drink eight cups of coffee a day. i'm somehow still yawning how many hours of sleep do you generally get normal like what i'm need what's needed and that's concerning it's two and a half hours <laughs> like, like, yeah, give normal. us a number like, what time do you usually i i am a bad 11 sleeper the latest like i'm serious like 10 o'clock I'm falling asleep and then I'm waking up at twelve in the middle of the night for the first time of three. So maybe that's that's, maybe that's the issue. You got a rim cycle problem then. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat. I, I I don't ever like sleep for like six to seven hours interrupted. It's always like I got a couple in me and then my dog's like, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna lay in your dome." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, guy, come on, you're cute, dude. You're real cute." And then it's like five a.m. and he's like, "Hey, hey, dude, hey, owner, uh, I'm hungry." And I'm like, "Dude." It's, it's 5 a.m. I'm not giving you food. I'll take you outside. And, and he's we'll like, go back hey, to bed. I got a loose deuce. I got to This is not. This is either going to happen in your bed or in the backyard. And so I'll take him outside. And he's like, okay, let's go back to bed for like an hour. And then it's like 6.30. He's like, okay, how about now? How about now, dude? Can I get my food? And I'm like, fine, fine. And then I go back to bed for like another half hour. And then it's like 7.30. And I'm like, well, there's my alarm. Yeah. I try to. I set earlier alarms, and it takes me a long time to get out of bed. You got the Wordle, and you got the immaculate. No, what's the immaculate grid? Yeah, I can't do. If I do this laying in bed, it's a liability. Um, I usually take those to the toilet. It's part of the bathroom routine. I'll do the little times Are mini you showering, or yeah, for sure. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, shaving. Or... Uh huh. Probably one of those. The New York Times Mini only takes like ninety seconds max most days because yeah. I'm incredible at it. I usually oh, like to you. go under a minute. Have you been doing the New York Times Mini? No, no, it's I'm great. Not. It's legit my favorite of the little. <laughs> Dude, Dylan is just ripping off that yarn. It's contagious on myself. I'm looking at my Dude, you know my reflection in the glass here. Just, he has truthfully become and transformed into Rudy. Like it's the hat, the beard, and that you ask him how he's doing, and he goes, 
pretty good. <laughs> like, it's like the yawn while talking, while somehow having copious Ooh, amount of caffeine. Like four hours last night, but I'm on my ninth G Fuel. <laughs> you have become Rudy. Destroyer of worlds. <laughs> Destroyer of shows. <laughs> oh, that's the truth, man. That is fantastic. You talked to Rudy recently? I won't put all of his personal business out on the radio or no, anything. No, how's he doing? Good. He's doing, fine. He's doing good. He went to Japan. Wow. Do you know he went to Japan? No, th- this is a real throwback to the ESPN KC listeners of, like, years ago. Yeah, I imagine it's, like, the same seven people. I don't... Yeah, there, there's got to be a pretty good overlap. Of, wow, they're talking about Rudy. I remember that guy. <laughs> I remember Rudy. I wonder how he's doing. Is he the one that yawned a lot? No, that's Dylan. No, that's also Rudy. That was uh, somehow also Beard at the same time. Yeah, Beard's... Oh, man, Beard's uh, got the yawns at night, for sure. I, I think more... Although, I don't know. He, he was a night owl. Yeah, I feel like he, um... he probably slept from 4 a.m. until noon. If you text him before 11 a.m., you were not getting a text back. No. There was, dude, there was, all right, so here's a fun one. So, this is a real, this is a blast way back to the past. This is narrow casting to maybe just me. I don't even think the two of you are going to know. Do you remember Charlie? Were you here when Charlie Carlin was here? Oh, uh, like for Some like point? a week. Okay. Charlie was great. Charlie predated everybody. Um, he, 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 about he and I may have started around similar times. About a week, I, I think he, I was here. I like, just started, and he was basically like, Hey, dude, like, I'm, I think I'm leaving. Here's all this information. And I'm like, he was, like, supposed to, like, teach me. And I, I don't know if it really he, he, that, that right there he printed off. Is that, is that for one of the shows Are back there? Are you kidding me? I think he printed off. It's a real chance. And just and just handed that to me and said, so this is what you do for the show. It was, like, red's bad, green's it's whatever. ETF? Yeah. Yeah, the ETF thing. Wow. Yeah. He just handed that to me and was like, here you got to go. Okay. But how do Poof. I actually run the board? <laughs> yeah, that's, you just figure it out on your own eventually. Um, but... Charlie and Beards were the first. I think Charlie ran the first almost entirely sports on ESPN Kansas City. He and Beards like rotated days or whatever. But then we started doing it where his job had changed a little bit and Beards was running it, I think, every day. Um, but on Wednesdays, we had Charlie sit in studio for Wet and Wild Wacky Wednesdays, what we called it. And so it was me and Charlie and Beards all doing the show for two hours. And was it pretty wet and wild? It was wet, wild, wacky. It was fun. It was just a real fun time. Did you get like a slip and slide in here? Or? Occasionally. Um, I don't remember why we, ended, we did it on Wednesdays. And there was one day where Charlie and I were just like getting ready for the show and everything. And we were here early enough to like, we did it from four to six. And we went to like, we were texting with Beard, or texting Beards. He hadn't responded yet. But we were texting him and, you know, hell, we're going to go to some, I don't know, it wasn't Chipotle, but it, something it was like Cadoba or whatever. And hey, we're going to go here, you know, text us back if you're going to meet us there or whatever. He never texted. He lived in Lawrence at the time. It's so like 45 mm, minutes away. Yeah. But we're going to say, meet us here if you want. Well, we got there and cause he never showed up and he never texted us back. And at, let's just say, Cadoba, Charlie and I started being like, we haven't heard from Beards all day should we be concerned and it's like three o'clock we were talking about like trying to check like the police report like on the highway from lawrence to here what would beards have done to get put in jail like it, there, there's nothing just, he could it, have done the, the only hi shane it was just it was exclusively did he have a car accident was was there a <laughs> horrible accident is beards okay i think i looked to see i don't 
I don't think I had his mom's phone number. I may have found her on Facebook. Mm. And this is like long enough ago that it wasn't like I could. I've now met Beards' mom multiple times. Mrs. Beards. Mrs. McFly. Um, and his wife is Mrs. Beards. His mom is Mrs. McFly. Ah, yeah. Just to, be, just to be clear. I don't know why. Um, and so you guys know that Beards isn't dead because this story is from like six years ago. But uh, then he eventually uh, called us as, like, the show was starting. It was, like, 4.05. And uh, right, maybe, not when he reached out, maybe then. But, but, like, right before the show and well before he was going to get here on time, he got a hold of us and said, sorry, guys, I was up until 4 o'clock playing uh, video games and I just woke up. It was 4 p.m. in the afternoon at that point, And we were we had been concerned for, like, a couple of hours. So anyway, uh, he slept in a lot, I guess, was the point of that story. And I know it wasn't that good of a story, but it is 3.30 now, so we can take a break if you want. We will take a break and talk about more normal things. I'm um, sorry that story didn't do anything for either of you guys. I, well, it, wasn't it a great started one. on strong, and I was really excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, the three people who understand this are going to be thrilled. And then it was like, oh, he just liked to sleep in. He just slept in, but it was like the tension. Did the tension not build for you? Let me try telling it again. I know that Beards is alive, so I just know that. Yeah, right. It's so kind of, you kind of had it spoiled for you a little bit. So, like, you could have wrote that like Hemingway, where it was like, let's fit sure. a lot into a little. Yeah. And instead, you wrote it wrote it like Tolstoy, where it was like, hey, we're gonna turn two hundred pages into two thousand. Yeah, I'm just trying to get us to four o'clock. Ah. And we're halfway there. All right, we'll take a break. Come Living back. Living we'll on a hair. It's because Sterling's got great hair. Hey. Do you think that uh, Jimmy ever got full when he was eating the world or was like getting the mountains got to him? Because that feels like that would be an intestinal issue. What's well, uh, a lot of water. It's, no, it, it's not Jimmy ate world. It's Jimmy eat world. So it's, it's active. He's still doing he's it. He's still doing it. He's doing it very, very slowly. When do you think he'll he finish? Started, where, where do you think he's at? He started with the ice caps. It's actually it's the real reason the ice caps are going away. So it's his fault. He likes ice a lot. He's a big ice chewer. Uh just like just bad for your teeth, I was told. Do we think that's true? Is ice is most ice hard enough to like chip your teeth and stuff? I don't, don't want to chomp on like blocks of ice anyway, but this like crushed QT ice, mm. sonic ice. Yeah, sonic ice slaps, yeah. That that I'll I'll absolutely chomp on that. Um what do you think's the craziest excuse? For something to to happen or to not do in regard to the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl. For example, like I have a playoff mustache. So like for me, I'm like, I'm growing a mustache because the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I did it last year, and mm-hmm. the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, so I'm doing it again this year. Uh, oh, you're doing interviews at Radio Row at the Stash, uh, dude. Gonna That's going to be sick. That's yeah, going to be awesome. Now this is a good look. Like, you were you're going like suits every yeah, day, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. fantastic. Uh, also, for example, let's just say like. Uh, I got to drink a 12-pack of Bush Light on the day of the Super Bowl because I did it last year and they won, so I got to continuously do that. Um, hey, babe, sorry I can't look at uh, drapes with you uh, because I didn't do it last year. The Chiefs won, so obviously I can't do it this year. Like, what do you think the crazy excuse is going to be? I asked this on 18 of the night. Got some good ones. One was like, hey, I'm having people over. I'm having a keg. I'm having some folks over to my place. We're going to have a good time. And the guy was like, uh, last one over to your place, the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. They're 2-0 and when I go to my cousin's. Mm. Sorry for you hosting a party, but I ain't going because the Chiefs are going. I'm like, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, honey, we we had little Jimmy nine months after the Super Bowl, about, about eight and a half. And I'm just saying, maybe we keep up our part. 
I'm guessing. That's I don't know. Yeah. Is that what you were trying to... No, I'm just okay. trying to... You said what the craziest one is, not what mine would be. Yeah, So I'm no. just trying to trying to get in the head of people who... I don't really, I don't really think about that very often, not the superstitions, um, or having kids for that matter. But I don't, I don't really, I don't think I have a big superstition of my own of like, oh, I mean, so, sometimes it's kind of nice to be like, oh, I wore this sweater for the post-game show sure. last year or sure. whatever. Um, I think at this point I've chosen that I'm going to keep growing this beard through the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Strong, by the way. Thank you. It felt like I've I got some beard. Thank you. Let me finally talk about something I want to talk about. I got this is the most excited he's been the entire show. <laughs> There's a uh, first segment was fun. Start of this one was rocky, but we're we're picking it up now. Uh, I for the first time as a married man, I I got some of the like uh sort of uh extended family gifts at Christmas. So some of oh, Renee's yeah. some of yeah. Renee's uh, more extended family got just beard oil for like me, Renee's brother, and I think her dad. All we, yeah. we all got little. It's beard always oil a combo. Like, well, when you start getting to the extended family, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. Everybody gets beard oil. All the guys with beards get beard oil. Cool, that's great. Yeah. But I, I've gotten like beard conditioner before, but never just a, just an oil. And so now I've been doing it like twice most days to be like, all right, good. it's getting. I, I don't like it to get too puffy. I want it to be able to try to hold its shape and texture some. And the oil's been really helping with that. So that's what I'm working on. You got the nice uh, Eminem style. You know the Eminem style. He's stubbly, man. Yeah, he's got thick, dark follicles. It's really interesting how he went from like completely clean shaven. Now he looks like he's an electrician. Like he really, he really does. He really went into the HVAC world. Like I, rap god. No, 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 man. That that dude is. He's very good at duct work. Yeah, that, that guy, <laughs> duct god. Like that's what he duct does now. God. Uh, yeah. So I um. I mean, use the beard oil. I don't think that Eminem's got the volume in his no, beard, no, it's, right? It's pretty again because you don't want to get caught on anything when you're using power tools. That's true. You got, but a little, but with his with the stubble that he has, if he needs to sand anything down at any point, he just rubs his face. He on He just it. rubs his face on. Yeah. yeah. So what was the question? Be- uh, we, uh, superstitions. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have any. I'm not really superstitious. I'm a little stitious. Yeah, you're gonna use the the Michael Scott. Yeah, but I think that, but I think it's true because I I there's stuff again that's just like kind of it, it's more the the process of it the the pregame ritual or the routine or whatever. Mm. Some of that's kind of nice. I see the value in in having routines. Sure, but I don't I don't think I don't think I've got superstitions. That would pertain from year over year with the Super Bowl. Dylan, you got a uh, superstition? Dylan's a baseball player. He has to. Yeah, he's got to do something. Like, shaves one leg. Nah. Um, What was your weirdest playing day? Yeah, so weird enough, the mound had to be clean. Like, there couldn't be dirt on it. Like, I would be out there with my bare hand wiping dirt off of the mound, even that I put on the mound from the previous pitch. It was weird, and people were like, what is he doing? But... Dude, I would mound get, is I, mostly dirt, right? If, if I'm I, saying like the actual, yeah, the the bump, the pictures, just the rubber. The rubber. Okay, yes. oh sure, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, okay. It, it, I said mound, if I ever me. figured that out, and I was the opposing pitcher against you, I think people did because I would go back <laughs> out there, and sure enough, it would be covered. Yeah, like me at shortstop the previous inning, but as the inning's over, just start kicking dirt on it. Like I would be, yeah. Be a little scoundrel. I'd, I'd, I'd be Justin Tucker. You'd be. You would absolutely be the Justin Tucker to, to Dylan. Just stand there, just just trying to trying to throw heaters. Mm. So Travis Kelsey is twenty seven again, huh? Like that week eighteen really helped him out. It looks like. I think. I think the playoffs make him five years younger, and then I think a week off makes him one year younger. 
The good news is he's going to have both combined this week. But don't let him go back to the, the year he was a rookie and got injured. We don't want that young. We want, like, a couple of years after. Yeah, no, and I don't think I don't think we're going to Benjamin Button all the way back there. I think just it's just the playoffs. He knocked knock on, on wood. wood there. Oh, thank you. That's good. He's looked spry, like his energy's back, and he talked about on New Heights too, like being locked in. We just straight up admitted that it's hard to uh, it's hard to get as ready to go in year eleven in November against some crummy team that you're going to wax. He used some more profanity, but other than that, I, I was talking to Kay Adams yesterday, and humble brag. Kay brought up a name dropper. Well, she was talking to Gronk, so she was the original name dropper. Is he going to make that kick? Uh, I, I wanted to ask that so bad. I was like, should I ask this? I uh, didn't have a lot of time. Uh, but she was great, and she was talking to Gronk, and she goes, to be honest with you, Gronk had been doing a lot of traveling, and like he hadn't slept, and, he, and she was like, so he was a little looser. And she goes, not saying that he was implying that this was him, but from what I gathered, basically, along the lines of it is really hard to get up in the regular season, how oh, right. you might take it a little bit more seriously, a little more heart, whatever you want to say, in the postseason. And he goes... Not saying that he said that, but that was a little bit of the implication of, like, you know, like, again, it's so hard. Week three, you've been playing eight years in the NFL. You're always in the playoffs. You've been playing an extra four games every single season because you're in the playoffs going to the Super Bowl. You don't care. Uh, week three, it doesn't mean much. And, and it's like, I don't even want to make it you don't care. Yeah, because they, they care. But it's, it, well, make, make it about something in your own life. I think everyone can probably do this. I just don't think everyone brings the... the there's there is a day that you bring the most effort at work. There there is a week that is your best week of energy and of getting stuff done, which means that there are other days and other weeks that aren't as productive. We do a post game show for every Chiefs game, although I was I missed I missed both Raiders games this year, so I'm, I'll rule those out. But there are post game shows. I don't remember which ones. They were off the top of my head, and maybe Dylan does. But there have been post game shows where afterwards I've been like. This was a heater. Like, we, the yeah. Chiefs didn't bring their best, but we brought our best. And there have been days when the Chiefs win a game, it's clean, there's nothing super controversial or crazy to talk about, and I just, I take the calls, we play the audio, I say what I saw, and we, we do a show for two and a half hours, and it's over. Like, yeah. sometimes that just happens. And I, I think what happens in the playoffs is there is no more that just happens. You, you cannot be successful and sleepwalk through a playoff game. And there's no world in which you can overlook it or think past it, because it is win or go home. Even at home against an injured Dolphins team and it's freezing and whatever, if you go out there and lay an egg, if you have two bad turnovers in the first half, stuff that can happen, not mm -hmm. stuff beyond the realm of possibility. Obviously, Kadarius Tony wasn't playing in that game, but if a pass goes off his hands and into the hands of a defender, now something that wasn't supposed to happen did happen. You must be 100% invested in... If this if this was the last show, if we said, hey, either we're going to do a great show today or it's going to be the last show, we probably wouldn't have started by talking about cufflinks as much. You know what I mean? I mean, it's still great we content. Might, we might but have. We might have. Depends on who's judging. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Is, is it, you know, Goldman Sachs? Sure. Right? Like, those guys <laughs> might be very interested. Those those dudes might be like, you know what? I'm going to tune into this. That's sort of a weird poll, but I, I understand yeah. where it's coming from. But, yeah, I mean, like, that I, – I just think that's human nature and – the the thing about I think there is a separation in athletes just like there are in, in you know, just people who aren't particularly athletic. But Bomani Jones had an interesting tweet a couple days ago that kinda stuck with me, but I'm not to paraphrase, but 
He was talking about uh, is Mahomes more LeBron or more Jordan? Like someone asked him that, and he was kind of going through some of it, whatever. And ended up being a LeBron Jordan thing again. And and Bomani tweeted that can, one, we, can we finally? No, no, it's fine. I'm going to take us away from that. It's not going to. That's not going to be a thing that, that lands. Okay. The thing that Bomani said about Jordan that I thought was interesting. He said no athlete has ever been more focused than Michael Jordan, and focus is a skill. And I don't think about focus as a skill very often. That's the only part of the LeBron Jordan thing that I care about at all. He was, I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. But the idea of focus being a skill, I found fascinating. Because sometimes it is hard to block out the noise. Sometimes you got other stuff going on. You're thinking about other things. How present are you? And then how does that connect to how good you are at the thing you're doing? The expression you were just making made me think you weren't very locked in. No, while I, 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 I would agree, also... It's tough to say the most focused guy is also the dude that quit what he loved doing and was focused on to play a different sport. Well, but then he didn't play. Like, when he wasn't focused, he didn't play basketball. Or the whole gambling and golfing stuff. Right. But, like, I get what you're saying as far as, like, when he's actually playing the sport. In preparation, in his preparation and in his gameplay, the dude was just locked in. Sure. And I think Mahomes seems to have that. You've seen... uh, Tom Brady, I feel like, is a guy you'd always go to. Absolutely. Mahomes early in his career had a couple big games where those that first quarter, the ball would sail on him a little bit. He was a little bit amped. He was a little bit ratcheted sure. up, right? And uh, you don't see that from him anymore. Travis Kelsey, dude, is locked in. The, the point of all of that is the, is the idea of focus as a skill. And consistency that comes with focus. If you are distracted, if you are, it's you know, they talk about eliminating distractions all the time. That's just kind of coach speak. What does that really mean? And I think what it means is if you are devoting all of your energy and all of your effort and all of your, your mental fortitude on the task at hand, you're going to be better prepared when that time comes. And when that time comes, you are going to be ready for whatever happens there. And the Chiefs have been executing that in the playoffs in a way. And so the Niners have been as well. Sure. Not to say this is going to change how the Super Bowl goes. But I just I found that, that whole little like thought process kind of a fun little thread to pull on. Here's a fun little thread to pull on. I am actually more nervous or more concerned that the 49ers have shown the ability to come back in games now than them just blowing out teams. Now, it might be a little counterintuitive, but if they would have blown out the Lions and blown out the uh, Packers, mm-hmm. which, again, they probably should have blown out both. They, I mean, at least on paper, right? Sure. They didn't. They they were forced to come back in both games, especially against the Lions. And that was something that I didn't think they could do. Now, they got some lucky bounces. Let's be real now. You I have mean, to have you, them you to, have to have erase deficits J- Jameer Gibbs fumbling on the first snap after you just scored a touchdown uh, your way, and then he fumbles in the 25, and yep. you, you field position, you know, you throw a ball, hits off a defender's dome directly into Brandon Ayuk's hand. Like, you have luck. But that happens in every single game. The fact of the matter is they won. They found a way to get it done. I didn't think they had that in them. I, I truthfully did not thought if they got down three scores – Against a team, even like the Lions, who are great offensively mm-hmm. and poor defensively for the most part, mm-hmm. I go, it doesn't matter. The Lions are going to roll. They're going to they're find a way to get this thing done. But they didn't crumble, and they still focused on running the ball with McCaffrey. It wasn't like their game plan all of a sudden had this massive switch. Right. You saw it with the Ravens, right? And this is kind of going to the same thing. The, the 49ers, the moment won't be too big for them. They, they are not going to get too big for the britches. The lights are going to get bright, and they're not going to all of a sudden just crumple into their shell. It is a new stage for Purdy, and I, I tend to agree with you, but it is a new stage for him. I, I would agree, but he didn't crumble in the NFC Championship game. He, he, yeah, that was a new one for him. I tend him. to agree, yeah. though, yes. And so when you look at the Ravens, for example, Lamar Jackson, he crumbled. The, I, I think Todd Munkin, as great as he's been, he the game plan again. Actually, I was talking to Larry about this, but I thought it was interesting. He goes, you know, 
I'm, he, he's like, I'm with you as far as like the game plan that they re- they had six handoffs to running back. Six. Yeah, it's crazy. But also he goes, if you're going to say Lamar Jackson's MVP in the same category as Allen and Mahomes and all these other elite quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, you can switch out of these play calls. A lot of times you get, you know, you'll get two play calls. If you want to say, you know what, I see something here. Let's let's audible into a to a handoff. Mm-hmm. You see Mahomes do it. You saw Peyton Manning do it for for years. You saw Brady do it. You see. Uh, a lot of these great quarterbacks do. He goes, at some point, he goes, if you are the MVP and you see something in the line of scrimmage that you like better, you have the chance to do something there. And um, Even part of that, though, is Spags then showing like anti-run looks that then turn into coverage oh, packages of the line Spags of scrimmage. Spags is great. So it's like how I don't... The, the, but they crumbled. My, my my point here, and, and like the, the well, penalties. did they crumble or did the bags break them? Like you know what I mean? Like both. And and, and both. The, the dumb penalties were dumb penalties. None of those were Lamar's. You know no, what I no, mean? No, like I'm not. This not all on Lamar. I think I just think the phrasing and the way we the way we always talk about games always ends up having different different things you can focus on to decide how you split the credit and blame. And I think that game is a complicated and fun one. I think the team of the Ravens crumbled and the moment was too big. Zay Flowers clearly was trying to show how tough he was making a big catch on LeJarrius Sneed. He wanted to let everyone else in the world know that he's a tough guy mm-hmm. and it cost him. Jadavion Clowney had a dumb penalty. Like, that was just stupid. Uh, Jones decided that he was going to WWE clothesline Patrick Mahomes. Like, that, that, and then, and then the people's elbow afterwards. He's lucky he didn't, he didn't get thrown out. Like, there are just multiple instances. Justin Tucker. Like, again, certain things that that team did, they were trying to show they were tough. Mm-hmm. They weren't actually tough. The moment they was too big. They didn't give up 17 points to the Kansas City Chiefs that we said the offense was fixed. They shut them out in the second half. I, I, I will, again. It's I, a complex game. I just I, don't, like, I don't like making it too simple. That's fine. And I will. I, I think I'm, I'm fairly alone on this hill. And, I, and this is me personally. It gave me more respect for Tom Brady. I used to rip on Tom Brady for being checking check check down Charlie in the second half of games when they had a lead. And you're like, well, there's no. I could throw the ball to James White. I could do this. I could hand the ball off to Garrett Blunt. Like, and then you realize, well, that's smart. Why put the ball in harm's way? Run the clock out. What's more important? You throwing for 350 yards and three touchdowns, or is it winning the football game? What matters more? Mahomes, I thought in that in that in that second half. Part of the game, but you don't want three like and outs. four three and outs in the I second get it. half. You don't right? want three and outs. I understand, but my, my my point is, they go, they ain't scoring two touchdowns. They could have run the football more if they wanted to. Sure. eat the clock. I think that Mike McDonald is worthy of the job he just got he in did Seattle a great because job. Of a, that's the thing. Though. A great job, but like the point is, the Niners won't crumble like I think the Ravens did. The moment won't be too big for the Niners like the Ravens did. L- Mahomes and the Chiefs offense in the second half. Can't play like they did against the Ravens. They mm-hmm. could against the Ravens mm-hmm. because Lamar and, and that offense was not going to bring him back in the game against the Chiefs defense. I don't know if the Niners' offense can do that, but right. it's going to be a different game. You will have to again because the Niners have shown in the playoffs already twice when they are down, even by multiple scores, mm-hmm. they at least have the ability to come back again. Lions defense, Chiefs defense, diff- different, but at least they have shown that once or twice now in the playoffs. So I think it's a little different here. Hey, Brant Tillis is probably going to the Panthers, right? I just see Brant Tillis, and it was all Panthers talk all the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's official. They yep, there you go. The what is he again? GM? Uh, no, no, no. no, because they hired a GM. It's gonna. He's like second in command there, yeah, which is too bad. Dan he Morgan, does a ton of a ton of yeah, the contract stuff. I know Matt Verdram was always talking about how great he was. Are we able to go VP just up of until the ops. final break here? Can we just? Yeah, thank you. Okay, I was gonna. I was also gonna bail and just let no. you get out of here. But so, no, we'll, um, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just double. Up. Around. Double I will up. say that on the Niners front, I don't. 
I know they had a lot of the stats that were like, oh, they've never come back from these deficits or whatever. I, I never really doubted that they could get the ball to the offensive players who were incredible in the first half, that they could still keep going to them if they were behind. But I, but, you know, seeing them do that now at least erases that conversation because we've, we have actually seen them do it. I wanted to see it. And again, sure. part, part of it was they never had those opportunities because you hadn't seen it because they were never putting themselves in those opportunities. Right. I mean, you can say the Ravens, right? Because the Ravens hammered them, but that was the one real opportunity they had. And both of those teams had similar Chiefs deals that two way. Two years ago when the Chiefs won like 42 to 20. Yeah. And then obviously that team is fundamentally different now on yeah. a couple of levels. So now I, I think the matchup is great. I, I, I think that, again, the reason that maybe the terminology matters to me so much when we're talking about like, you know, who was great and who sucked, been who collapsed in the game or whatever, is if the Ravens having three points in the second half is more about the Ravens and the Chiefs defense, then it doesn't really translate to the Niners. If it's more about the Chiefs defense and you're saying, oh, the Chiefs defense could also do this against the Niners, depending on how all these pieces come together. Like, There's also something revisionist going on. I'm not saying you're doing this, but there's something revisionist going on with some Chiefs fans who I think are like so excited to take a victory lap that they're actually getting in their own way of being like, oh, the Ravens, yeah, the Ravens were the best team by DVOA. Where's your DVOA now? No, the Ravens were the best team in the AFC in this regular season by a damn lot, and yes. a lot better than the Chiefs were in consistency metrics as well. Celebrate the team that your team just yes. beat. Like, appreciate the value of yes. that. Yes. Same for the Bills. The Bills were frauds. The Bills were paper tigers. No, the Bills were on a heater, yes. and your team ended them anyway. That's a good thing. Celebrate that. They had six straight blackjacks, and then all of yes. a sudden, you were the one that got a blackjack when they had a 20. Like, like they had a 20, and you said hit, and you're like, are you sure you want to hit? And you're like, I, too, like to live dangerously. And you hit, and you get a, and the ace comes up, and you get a 21. i like, that's what it was. It was fun, Stu. Thanks hey, for having me here on a Briscoe Hump fun. Day. All right, this is fun, Dylan. We're out of here. Oh, no. Oh, sleepy. We can keep talking if you want. Bye, guys. Hey, Dylan, thanks for your work, man, today. Let me go get a nap. Thank you, sir. We all deserve one. We all do. All right, bye.